Hi, I'm Johnny Reinhardt. And I'm Megan Francis. And you're listening to the Meet the Makers podcast. In this show, we talk to the masters who create beer, wine, and spirits in Southwest Michigan to hear what inspires their craft. It's all part of the Makers Trail. You can learn all about the makers that are part of the Makers Trail at makerstrail.org and plan your route with the map available right at their website, makerstrail.org. And now it's time to meet the makers. Welcome to episode number 11 of the Meet the Makers podcast. We're going to be heading to St. Joe to be talking to uh, Melanie and Lauren, the proud owners of Lazy Ballerina in St. Joe and now in Bridgman. And we're going to talk about uh, how their love of wine started way back when they were kids, when they used to watch their grandmother make homemade wine. All right, let's pop open a bottle and get this one going. First, I just got to ask you, um, you know, how did this, uh, how did this all get started for you guys? Where did, where did it all begin where the, the love for wine started and then uh, you guys started up uh, Lazy Ballerina? Where did, where's the, the beginning, I guess, the, uh, the like episode one uh, <laughs> of Lazy Ballerina? Where does it all start for you guys? Well, if you want to go way back in time, it actually starts with our grandmother who used to make homemade wine. Okay. Um, my dad, so Melanie's uncle, grows some of our grapes for us mm-hmm. uh, out on our family farm. Okay. And our uh, grandma, who has passed a few years ago, used to make homemade wine. So okay. she used to give us little small sips of wine when we were too young to have it. Sure. And appreciate it. <laughs> but that's that's really grape. where we got our start. Yeah, it was just, it's just grape. grape juice, <laughs> and it guys. was in a pitcher, and sometimes it was confusing. What's grape juice and what's wine? Sure. And sure enough, when you tasted it, you knew the difference. And That's awesome. Well, it, it, <laughs> I guess. Yes. Well, it's it's one of those things. At first, you know, some some parents will be like, "Oh no, not not wine for kids." But right. in other countries, I mean, that is like totally a normal. staple of a family. Is, is whether you're making wine or you're even making beer. Yep. I mean, they'll have you have a little bit of beer every once in a while. Why not? Um, that's a really cool thing. So she used to make all kinds of wines and, and and just just for the family or just for fun or was she doing it for the business or what, yeah. how did it all start for? Her? And no, mostly just mostly just family and friends. She'd okay. make it in her in her basement in her cellar. Okay. And mostly juice grapes. So it was sweet. It was also very strong. Okay. <laughs> Probably that's really cool. Little, little almost alcohol, not wine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how you, that's how you're back recovered after working the farm all day. Right. Well, well and your guys, is, uh, your, your family farm has been around for, for many years as well, right? Yes. Yep. And uh, my dad has a part ownership of that. We, you know, like I said, my grandma since, or grandma since passed away. Mm-hmm. So we've sold part of that off as okay. well. Um, but my dad manages still the, the grapes there and some other plants and yeah that's really cool and then so that's where you guys are you making the wine here or are you making it somewhere else and then bringing it here do you guys have like a, a place where you guys do that yeah we we do both so our we have a production facility mm-hmm. facility here in saint joseph melanie's husband mm-hmm. is our winemaker jason mm-hmm. he does our on-site wine here and then we have a larger facility north of us where we do some larger production as well that's so we're wonderful. kind of running all over sometimes now and you guys have recently expanded as well into the bridgman area which is really cool and we'll, we'll get to that, back to that in a little bit sure. but uh back to the the, the beginning stages <laughs> so uh so we're saying your grandma made the wine so you guys are little kids you know making wine with grandma that's a really cool thing it's a fun, <laughs> it's a fun bonding moment really i mean you know you, your, your parents you know teach you how to drive a car right your grandma taught you how to make homemade wine, which is a really cool thing and then so that love of wine just continued for for years and years and years as we, you guys we are older. definitely wine lovers we right. like we like to drink wine yeah. and so and you guys have also been uh in the wine business uh since at, at a young age as well right mm-hmm. well some of us uh, <laughs> 
We've, uh, we worked at Contessa Wine Cellars okay. out of Coloma, Michigan yeah. um, for about eight years, part-time and full-time. Right. Um, Lauren started there in high school as a, yep, a glass washer. Yeah, <laughs> just washing glasses, restocking, and didn't know anything about wine at 16, of course. And then uh, Melanie worked there later on, and I went, I went to college. Melanie went back to college, and yep. we both worked there part-time until we decided to branch off and, and do our own thing. That's really cool. And so, uh, you know, it's, it, this is a great area because, you know, we have so many different, uh, it's much like the wine country in California or in other, in other uh, parts of the world. We've got that really cool fruit belt that we can grab all of these mm-hmm. different, uh, not only grapes, but also a lot of other uh, great fruits that you can kind of play around and have some fun and, you know, add things to wine. And you guys are doing that with not only uh, your, your regular wines, but you also do a lot of cranberry wine as well, right? Which yes. is big for us. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Our cranberry wine is by far our bestseller, um, which we're releasing this weekend. So That's awesome. Oh, it's, it's another batch. It's the season. <laughs> it's the season. Yeah. The first time we released it was, uh, was in November. Was it, was that right? I think okay. so. It was in November, but it was the year that we opened. So 2015 and, you know, it was kind of just an experimental batch, but it yeah. flew off the shelf. So we knew we had to keep it around. So that's our struggle right now. Right. Is trying to Make keep it, it in stock. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you guys are playing around with, uh, not only that, but even, uh, some ciders as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yep, we awesome. have a regular apple cider and a, and a cherry one soon in a few weeks. Okay, really cool. Man, th- and it's all delicious. I, 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 your cranberry wine is one of my uh, absolute favorites uh, as far as cranberry wines in the area, um, but also just uh, one of my favorite wines. Because I, I do like, uh, I do lean towards the, the sweet side. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, as I do a lot of people. Yeah, so you're not e- alone. Exactly. And so uh, for somebody that is not, uh, per se, a wine lover like you guys, how do you, uh, how do you approach that? If somebody just walks in here into the table, tasting room uh we're at the one here in st joe if somebody walks in and said ah, i'm not really a wine person you know maybe an occasional you know red wine or something like that but how do you kind of break them into loving all of the different wines that you guys have that's why we do the tastings you, right. you pretty much you taste it and the question is do you like it or not sure um you know that's why we do the tastings and we have the different wines and then based on their feedback we kind of steer them towards what we think they'll like that's really good. Um, typically, people, when they're starting, they start sweet. They start right. the fruit wines, but not everybody. Everybody's yeah, exactly. different. So they have different palates, different tastes. Yeah. So Yeah, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I lean towards the, the, the sweet side at first, but I've, mm-hmm. I've gotten into the dry reds and things like that. And you got the full variety. But I've even, yeah, the cider thing has been kind of my, mm-hmm. my thing as well. And I'm loving when, uh, you know, whether it's a, a brewery or a winery that's been you know, kind of doing that. And I'm seeing yeah. more and more of that because I thought, you know, that would be one of the first things that would happen in this area. You have wine and then you go into hard ciders because, I mean, we're in the fruit belt. We have right. apples everywhere. Right. And so it's just a really cool thing. Um, so, all right. So we've got kind of the, how this all started <laughs> and it all started uh, just a couple of years ago for you guys, right? Yes. Yeah, that's true. And so why did you guys choose uh, St. Joe to be the, the start of where you guys, uh, you know, laid your foundation of, of Lazy Ballerina? A couple of reasons. One thing, we're, our family's from Coloma, so right. we have a huge family. If you're in Coloma, you're 50% chance you're related to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we want to be close to home. But um, St. Joe, of, of the tourist towns, which is kind of what we were looking sure. for to be, they do um, a really good job of keeping people coming in all year. Right. And being a local person, we are open all year. We want to you know, be here for our locals. That's kind of important to us. Yeah, I mean, you guys are busy uh, year-round. And like you said, you know, you've, you've got some, uh, some wines that you're releasing here. 
here mm-hmm. in this uh, latter part of the season uh, in the fall and got some great stuff. And yeah, being open around, uh, around year round is, I mean, in the wintertime, I wouldn't mind having a wine tasting, right. going somewhere yeah, for something. You're looking for something to do. Exactly. People are bored around here in the winter. And you guys are, are seem to be busy year round with all kinds of uh, mm-hmm. fun events and doing all kinds of stuff. Um, so you've got the, the tasting room here in St. Joe. And then recently you guys uh, opened up another down in Bridgman, right? We did. We did. June of this year. That's awesome. And that's that seems to be, that falls into a little more of the, uh, I guess, wine trail and that kind of area. Um, so you thought, all right, it's been a couple of years. We've been, we've getting more and more popular. More and more people are wanting to have our wines and it's time to expand. So why mm-hmm. did you guys choose Bridgman? Well, Bridgman is, like you said, it's in the southern part of the Lake Michigan yeah. Shore Wine Trail. So it's a whole different section of, of the wine trail right. and a whole different type of people, I guess, that we're trying to reach, not only mm-hmm. with you know, people that are visiting maybe farther south, but they're exactly. also going to some of the breweries down right. there. So if you're not familiar with Bridgman, uh, but you might be familiar with Tapestry, Transient mm-hmm. down there. So yeah. those are our neighbors. So, you know, we're two doors down from Transient. We're right. a kitty corner from Tapestry, who are also on the Maker's Trail. And then right around the corner from the New Haymarket Brewery. So Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking is that, that Bridgman yeah. area has just, I mean, the whole entire winery, brewery, distillery area uh, kind of thing has blown up in the past few years for sure but for sure right down in Bridgman because yeah you're you're like right in the heart of it with like four different places to go to yeah so Bridgman a is, a, is a growing community and we yeah. really wanted to be a part of that you know on the front end it's a another little cute beach town like mm-hmm. St. Joseph yeah. you know they got an awesome beach there not to mention the wineries and breweries a couple of cute restaurants little boutiques down there too so that's if, awesome you know if you're going to some of those wineries down there we're right on the way so it's perfect this is exciting and uh, I'm glad that you guys are able Able to expand at such a, uh, I'd say like an early age. You, mean, uh-huh. you guys are still, yeah, yeah, we're still babies. Still yes. toddlers. <laughs> yep. I mean, you're a toddler. Okay. Uh, but this is great because you've had this the foundation of uh, a love for wine and the experiences that you guys have had, and now you've expanded and, and just been you know taken off, and it's been crazy. Um, one thing I do want to talk about is uh, Lazy Ballerina Winery. <laughs> Another thing about the history. How did where did that name come from? So the name, we're not dancers. We get right. asked that a lot. <laughs> People always assume, which Do is Do you okay. dance when you make the wine, though? Well, you know, if we after drink a, it. After a lot of wine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then, it helps you dance. Yeah, we, then we can try. Um, so the name is actually a fun pun on a viticulture term. We were doing some research initially. We, had, we didn't really have any idea what we wanted to call um, the winery before we opened. Sure. So we were just kind of brainstorming, looking up some different terms. Yeah. I, I think Melanie said that Jason originally yes. found it online, so okay. we can thank him for the creative name. But Lazy Ballerina is the name of a type of trellis system that a wine grapevine grows on, uh, mostly okay. in Australia, Southern Australia. Yeah. So, like I said, we just took a fun pun on the name. It's kind of fun, feminine, like we are, and it's been it's been big. It's been big with the with the dance and ballet community, sure. but just big with the women. You know, obviously, wine and right. women definitely go hand in hand. Those are that's our target market for sure. So oh, it yeah, definitely sure. brings a lot of people in just based on the name. They're intrigued exactly. by it. They want to know more. Why is it called that? Exactly. <laughs> I, and you know, the logo looks cool. Yeah. Like, why do we have a drunk ballerina? On <laughs> exactly. logo? I want to. I want to know. <laughs> uh, but what, what's great about it too is the name is that you guys have uh, kind of branched off of that uh, with how, how you're naming some of the wines as well. Exactly. Kind of playing yeah. off that dance. Yes. theme. I mean, we got the you got the pink tutu, and then uh, what are some of the other ones that I'm I'm not thinking of right now? We have our white swan, which are most yeah. popular. Our demi plié, yeah. 
our new on point rosé. It's a sparkling rosé. Oh, it's the newest go. addition to yeah. our wine yes. list, and that's been a that's been a big popular one for the um, sparkling wine lovers. That's yeah. wonderful. And uh, the the tutu barcels. Um, I think that's. I don't think we could right. get rid of those if we wanted to. They have become <laughs> a staple, and yeah. people love to take pictures of them. I had yep. a lady come in yesterday, and she's like, "I came last year to your St. Joe location and showed me a picture on her phone of herself in the exactly. tutu chairs." You know, yeah. so yeah, that's the biggest just, opportunity. We want to have fun, and we want people to have a good time and, yeah. and feel comfortable to try the wines. Exactly. I mean, and you walk into the the tasting room here and yeah it is i mean it just it says fun when i walk in i mean yeah you got the the bright colors and the just the fun atmosphere um and for when people walk into uh this tasting room either whether it's here or down in bridgman what is the experience that people are going to have obviously they're going to try some wine but what else uh, you guys have food as well that people can try when they're tasting we do. We, we Here in St. Joe, um, we have like a small menu. We change it all the time. Um, right now, we do like a cheese spread platter, spinach yeah. dip, um, just some snacks to, you know, kind of absorb right. the wine. If we're not your only winery, you might need a mm-hmm. might need some sure. carbs and <laughs> 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 balance out that alcohol. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, exactly. yeah. So we've got a little bit of seating here as well. Um, in, Saint, in Bridgman, we have a little bit of outdoor seating um, okay. till it snows. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's nice. You, again, you can take your time and relax more than just get in, taste, and get out. We want it to be be more of a, a relaxing spend a little exactly. time yeah and spending time and uh you guys also uh like you said lauren you guys are busy pretty much year round with all kinds of fun stuff uh and you always try to have uh, all kinds of different activities to bring people in here right yeah so we do the craft nights we've been uh, become really well known for our craft nights so we do those a couple times a month still and we'll continue to do that throughout the year okay and then we participate in a ton of festivals. I mean, mm-hmm. actually, October is looking to be one of our busiest months for festivals of the whole year. Wow. Not to mention that October is just a busy time for wineries yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. So we have a bunch of festivals coming up. We got our own events. We do. We host private events for people. Okay. Um, St. Joe, like Melanie mentioned, does a really good job of doing mm-hmm. their own events throughout yeah. the year. They have the Wine Fest coming up later mm-hmm. this month. They do the Live Mannequin event in December. Yeah. So we do a lot of like off-season events to keep people coming in keep those locals you know spending exactly. money down here yeah. and really taking notice of some of these local businesses that are here and open all year round so right and that's wonderful and anybody that is you know touring this area you, you know you don't need to just come here during the summer exactly you yeah. can come here during the winter for for a weekend or extended weekend or you know Christmas break yeah. for the kids or something right. like that you can you can come here to St. Joe uh, or any of the uh, locations you guys have and just have some fun and have something mm-hmm. to do uh, now the craft nights what exactly are these craft nights for people that don't know? We do um, anything fun. It started out with Lauren okay. and I. We're like, you know what? We're going to do some crafts. Sometimes we're crafty people. Sure. Um, a lot of our artwork around the, the room, the chalkboard behind you is Lauren did. Um, so we said, we're just going to drink some, some wine and do some crafts. And if nobody shows up, we'll just do them ourselves. Right. And we did about two of those. And the second one sold out. And it was just craziness. So yeah. now um, we work with some local instructors. We also still do some of the craft nights ourselves. Okay. We've done... Um, Paintings, Julie Nitz does canvas painting for us. Taylor from the Turquoise Top Hat, she does signs. Oh, yeah, I've Um, seen those, yeah. Those are very popular. Um, We've done lighted bottles, which is nice this time of year, so we can reuse our wine bottles. Oh, yeah. We've done some cork crafts. Obviously, we have lots of corks, lots of of bottles. So anything we can do with that. Um, Just different fun stuff. Like I said, some of them we do ourselves. Some of them we have different instructors. So again, trying to pair with local businesses. Right. You know, um, get them some business, get us some business. 
business. Exactly. It's a great way to team up and yeah. uh, have something to do. I yes. Mean, for, for you guys. I yep. mean, you enjoy, you know, wine and you guys enjoy yep. crafts. So it's like, it's like you're not even working. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. You, 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 you're making yourself busier. This is, that you sounds know. fun. But then yeah. it's like, oh, this is work. And you realize <laughs> your, your calendar is completely yeah. full. Right. Um, but yeah, this is the this is the place to check out. You want to check out makerstrail.org to, to plan your trip uh, to Lazy Ballerina, whether it's in St. Joe or uh, in Bridgman. But you guys have some wines in front of me. Yes. Uh, enticing and, you. Yes. And they are enticing me. So uh, <laughs> what should I try first? I'm going to do the, I'm going to, yeah. like I'm, I'm coming here for a tasting. Which out of these should I be trying first? So if you're coming in for a tasting, we always suggest that you go from white to red and okay. then you go from drier to sweeter. Okay. Just the way that you're your palate is more receptive, I guess, okay. to the taste if you're going, you know, easing into those sweeter ones or easing into some of those higher tannin reds. So let's start with the Chardonnay. That's the first okay. one here. And that is an oak Chardonnay. It's aged in oak for about six months. Uh, barrel aged in medium toast French oak for about wow. six months. That's nice. So really smooth, buttery. Yeah. If, if you like a traditional Chardonnay, you know, those are, that's one of the wines that people definitely recognize. It's not a blend, so it's, right. you know, that's something that people come in and ask for specifically yeah. is a Chardonnay. So that's something that if you like a traditional Chardonnay, that's mm-hmm. going to be right up your alley. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very dry. So we, you know, we have a little bit of everything. If you come and view our wine list, it changes all the time, but we right. really try to keep it... Keep it different. Um, obviously, we have our staples. You know, like I said, the cranberry started off as more of a seasonal wine. Right. It now turned into something that we carry all the time just because of its popularity. Exactly. So at any given time, we're going to have something for everybody, whether it be a, a drier white like the Chardonnay, a mm-hmm. sweeter white. We have two rosés. We have a cider. We have drier reds. We wow. have sweeter reds. So... And obviously, the fruit wines are, are pretty popular, too. So That's awesome. All over the board. So, all right. I'll move. I'll move to the next one. Yeah. So this one, um, I warmed it up for you. I'm not Ooh. sure if it's still heated, but it's getting into mold wine season. So that is actually oh. our Sweet Nita's White, which is named after our grandmother, based off of a type of wine that she used to make. Oh, that's good. So you can serve it chilled, obviously. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like our version of a Moscato. That's great. But you can also heat it up, add some mulling spices, which we saw some here in the tasting room. Um, it's just, you know, a blend of cinnamon, nutmeg. <laughs> are these animal crackers? These are animal crackers. <laughs> I love this. So, so I feel like a kid again. Yes. That's awesome. So uh, so you so can serve that uh, either. Very useful and very fun. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that's a great way to, you know, like, I guess. Like, you you know, cleanse your palate yeah, with the animal crackers. Your palate and you, you pair something. They are vegan friendly, though. Yeah. Because I mean, you guys have done all kinds of fun stuff. I mean, I've even seen over the year, over the uh, the calendar, you guys do um, pairings with... Um, is it Girl Scout cookies? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like that? that's yeah. huge. In March. We typically do that in March. That's yeah. a huge... Uh, One of our busiest days of the year. Yeah. Right. Yep. Sure. Yep. And the Girl Scouts come in and sell their cookies, so good day for them as well. Collaboration, <laughs> so, like yep. you guys were saying before. Yep. Um, so, all right. All right. We're going to move from yeah. white to red. Yeah. So, let's move on to the red. We're getting ready to release this one this weekend. This is our second batch of our Barrel Rouge, which is our bourbon so. barrel-aged dry red. This particular vintage is... All Lake Michigan Shore Merlot. Okay. And it's aged in bourbon barrels, actually, from our friends at Journeyman Distillery, also on the Maker's Trail, and um, for about 60 days. So you'll definitely get that bourbon flavor right up front. Very intense, very dry. This was one of the small batch ones um, that actually... 
I can, I can take credit for one of them. This one was my idea. And I said, if it doesn't turn out, I'll drink it all. But it turned out. So I, I had to share. <laughs> I think I remember. Yeah. I, I, when I've been uh, been here before and I've walked back and you guys have taken me behind the scenes, you're like, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's like an experiment that we're working on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if it doesn't work out, right. much like any time, whether you're, you're home brewing uh, right. wine or beer or anything like that, which a lot of people do, if it's a bad one, hey. It's it's for you to try it. it, it it's right. not gonna it's not gonna be bad, really. It's just sure. gonna be something it's to still try. Drinkable for us. Like, there, exactly. There's always an experiment going back there of something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, <laughs> sure. And before I get to the last one, I, I do ask this to a lot of people uh, when we do the the meet the makers. Is are there any secrets? that you guys have of maybe something coming up, maybe something you guys are working on, maybe something you guys, you know, are, have not yet told people. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually, um, we did a wine club event last weekend and we did some barrel samples with some of our experiments and let our wine club members kind of give us feedback. Oh, cool. And uh, one of the ones that he's kind of experimenting with was a strawberry. Whoa. A okay. strawberry and then also a Niagara coming from our family's Niagara yeah. wine. Wow. Um, okay. So those are two that uh, the Niagara we actually are planning to harvest shortly. And then the okay. strawberries would obviously be a while because we'd have to get them fresh next right. year. Yeah. So, But those both turned out really nice. And that's those great. were some experiments we kind of have have going in the back. Sleeves. Yeah. No, that's great. And then uh, just in time for the holidays. Yes. Uh, the cranberry wine, which, uh, like I've said, is one of my all time favorites. Um, in this area and really any cranberry wine that I've had because it's just it's just got that really unique uh, flavor and you guys do a little bit different than some other people we do Um, this is a hundred percent cranberry so instead of making um, a fruit a grape wine and blending in the fruit juice we actually do a hundred percent of the cranberries and press the cranberries um, just like you would make a grape wine we also won a gold medal for that this summer at the Michigan gold medal competition oh man yeah that's good so that one does real well that's also can be heated up like we did with the sweet neatest white with the mulling spice and uh, my sister calls it Christmas in a cup so yeah. that's a nice one as well. well and, and, and the great part about like any cranberry wine is that it's good to uh, use to mix with other things and have, you know, all kinds of different fun yes. experiments and things for mm-hmm. the holidays or even for the summer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's good all year round. That's, yeah. that's a, a very, which is it's different for a fruit wine. A lot of times they're seasonal. One's more popular right. in the winter. One's more popular in the summer. This one is popular all year round. Oh my gosh. It's all delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you are making your plans to, uh, to come here to Lazy Bell, arena or anywhere on the makers trail just go to makerstrail.org and plan your trip they got a great map i mean it seems like that map keeps filling up and filling mm-hmm. up with all kinds of different places so it's it's really cool and what i love about uh, everybody is that they collaboration mm-hmm. uh, and like you guys said collaboration with local businesses or collaboration with other wineries or distilleries or thing like that it's all community it's all all kinds of fun stuff um this has been so much fun <laughs> I could just hang out with here with you guys all the time. Uh, I love hanging out every time I come here. Um, Lazy Ballerina is the place to be. So where can we keep track of everything you guys are doing? Well, we post a lot on our Facebook. Obviously, everyone's connected through Facebook these sure. days. So you can see all of our upcoming events on there. You can um, find out about ticket information if we do have you know reservations for some right. of our events. We also have a website, of course, lazyballerinawinery.com. And so we have all of our events posted there, including some of the festivals that we're going to be attending yeah. upcoming. And then we have information on our wine club. Um, we have some recipes there. We have our full wine list on our website and our hours and all of that good stuff. Wonderful. Twitter. 
Instagram. All those fun. Yeah, all the places. Social media yeah. outlets. <laughs> yeah. That's really great. And then you can come here to, to either tasting room and pick up uh, some of this uh, delicious wine, take it uh, home. It makes a great gift. Yes. So if of you're course. thinking of something for the holidays, even, I mean, I know it's. It's not, honestly, I, I went, I started Christmas shopping like the other <laughs> yeah. day. I know it's, it's never like, too early. Yeah. If you yeah. see something you like for somebody, <laughs> grab it. Exactly. Yeah. And including so, wine. <laughs> yeah, including wine. And wine's great because you can buy the bottle and let it, let it, you know, sit for a while until, uh, let it, I guess, age. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> until you give it to somebody for a gift, but you can also purchase cider as well yes. from you guys. Yes. Awesome. Yep. Yep. I'm loving it. So, uh, it's plan your trip here to, uh, Lazy Ballerina, whether it's in, uh, St. Joe or Bridgman. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, thanks for coming. It's a pleasure. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Meet the Makers. We would love for you to leave us a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Remember, it's all brought to you by the Makers Trail. Plan your route at makerstrail.org.